who wants bananas coming to you Russian style. Today is Russian Heritage Day. So we are going to talk about black bears. We are going to talk about the mountains that have snow. We are going to talk about large lake oceans because they do not freeze in the winter. We are going to talk about Napoleon. How are you? <laughs> I'm so good <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here. He's very nice. So he's Nanner News today. Da. <laughs> da. Yes. Today we brought in my brother Boris to talk about stock market. Boris? Money is not real. It is lie. <laughs> Welcome to Who Wants Bananas? It's Nanner News. Who Wants Bananas? Who Wants Basements? Because that's not where we are. What? Yeah, we are. Oh my god, yeah, we are. <gasps> so nice down here. I haven't left this basement all day. We want to welcome sure. everybody in. <laughs> I just want to welcome everybody into your home. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Thank you. Mm, it's nice. It Well, don't lie. <laughs> Yeah. So for those of you that have been joining us the last couple of weeks, you've been D&Ding with us. So join us on Saturday for more D&D Deep Dive as we figure out if anyone is going to live or if they're going to die. I hope to God Tyler doesn't die, but like, I, there's a really good chance he's going to I probably won't make it. I'm too stubborn for my you own good. You fucking took damage because you wouldn't leave the goddamn bar. Yeah. Okay, and, and that's a preview of... <laughs> This Saturday's dysfunction. So now it's time for. Headlines with Who Wants Bananas. Headlines with Who Wants Bananas. And we're going to start off by uh, taking a deep trek into the jungles (gasps) of the Amazon. Mm. Specifically into Boston. Yeah. The jungles (laughs) of the Amazonian Boston. Bostonian Amazon? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Here to talk about it, it's Marty. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Like I was walking with my donkeys downtown and I was like, Amazon, the fuck is that? It was like a fucking huge building. Huge. Now I can't see the harbor. The fucking harbor? Fucking harbor, bud. I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) Fucking no shit guy. Greg, cut that out. Or leave it in. Great. So what's happening with Amazon in Boston? Oh, I put these together. (laughs) Wow, well, god damn it. Yeah, Greg, you're the Wait one who made this process. Yeah, I was hoping somebody would stop. No, I don't know what damn yeah, thing about this one. The article. <laughs> yeah, me too. No. Well, <laughs> somebody say something. You were. It. You said words. <laughs> you, we, you were starting it and figured you'd end it. I did spend a long time putting these together. Just I know like you did. So long ago. All <laughs> right. Was, I think it was days ago, actually. <laughs> roughly one snowstorm ago. <laughs> See, you move locations and all of a sudden everything just goes to pot. <laughs> all right, so... Great. Hey, Greg. Since we're expanding our locations, let's talk <gasps> about Amazon expanding into another location. Gasp. Greg, do you have some fantastic news you'd like to share with us I about do. That? I read an article. <gasps> what you kind of article? Read? A few days ago. <laughs> one You're with, doing so good. Well, usually I just read the articles for like the icons at the top because they're shiny. Because I'm like, oh, they've, they've oh. got a newsletter. <laughs> I like how your backup plan is like, whoa, whoa. I only read the article for the pictures. <laughs> yeah. So Amazon has a Boston hub. And so they're expanding it, um, and their goal is that they want to make 3,000 jobs over the next few years. And most of those roles are going to be support teams for uh, web, the AWS and mm-hmm. um, 
their uh, Alexa, but primarily also their robotics and pharmacy, because Boston is a big hub for robotics, and they're going to be doing a lot of work with, uh, what is it, Bo- uh, BD, Boston Dynamics. Yep, yep, yep. Um, oh, God. Who? And uh, then there's a lot of, uh, I believe, um, with the, the medical stuff going on there, too. Because they're doing their own pharmacy thing now yep. with mm-hmm. the pill so packs and stuff. So the Amazon has pumped a lot of money. They've put, I think it's like $6 billion into... Massachusetts, and they've created, is it 20,000? Yeah, 20,000 jobs across all of their places in, in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a new rendering there that nobody can see, but it's yep. a rendering of the down in the Seaport District. And I was just down there recently um, and uh, didn't see it. So I, this proves that it was a picture. <gasps> that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Not, not on the <laughs> I will the say, though, the is. Seaport's looking Nice. That's true. Because there's nobody there right now. Yep. But <laughs> all the, the buildings are very reason. shiny. Yeah. That's because they're really clean. And it looks like they're going to make it shinier. <gasps> With a brand new Amazon building? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a big one. I mean, truthfully, though, that's pretty dope. I mean, they Amazon's been a huge part of Massachusetts for a while now because they have a lot of different facilities there. So it uh, getting new jobs in the areas, especially in this climate that we're in currently with jobs and everything is is always a welcome sight to see yep it'll be completed in 2024 uh, i believe it'll start sometime later this year early next year with a lot of really cool stuff in there too yeah they're gonna have uh <laughs> they're gonna have uh, a dog park <gasps> and they're going to have in a, the building a ground floor retail no, space it's a whole it'll have complex okay uh, a new performing arts centers with two live Dope. performance venues with 500 seat theater and a 100 seat black box which is awesome that is really good um so yeah, I mean, if you haven't had a chance to go down to the seaport lately, it's really shifting and changing over the last five, six, seven years. Um, a lot of new high rises there, a lot of really pretty apartments. So yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah. So there we go. So uh, if you need a job in the next few years, well, go there. That's a good. That's a good place to start your search. Speaking, Speaking of searches, searches <laughs> uh, Google. You know it. You love it. You use it. You all the time. Nice. Technically, we're using it now. Yeah, lock searching. Uh, do you like searching? I like searching. I don't think I'm getting that accent right. No, like, probably not. It's I'm very looking, easy to slip into British. It really is. I I'm think that's what I did. Looking to the States. Yeah. See, that's Just good. Just flying though. out of Melbourne. I like to fly wow, right over. Really it's like to search on Google for my, my flights. Are you saying that I can't? <laughs> Are you saying that's in jeopardy? A <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple of things there. Uh, first off, nice accent. Right. Uh, second of all, uh Congratulations on pronouncing Jeopardy so fluently in an Australian accent. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Uh, <laughs> right? And, and no. Jeopardy? <laughs> you might. Oh, no. No. Probably, you probably won't be able to search. <laughs> Why? Anymore. <laughs> um, if anybody can't tell, there's news about Google in Australia. But no one's, de- no one's telling me. <laughs> it oh, would, hold but, on. Let me get Greg back here because he's the one that got the article. Greg, what's happening in Australia? <laughs> so, uh, Tim. Abe. Oh, fuck me then. Uh, Abe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Abe. Um, so there's a, the, the government in Australia is introducing a law uh, to address whether tech giants should pay for news that appears in search or is shared on their platforms. And so this new law mandates essentially that Google um, would have to have commercial agreements with every news organization um, or enter an arbitration process with each of them, which Google says that it's unworkable. Yeah. If they have to pay every 
station. Well, not necessarily pay. I'm sure there'd be money involved, obviously, when you're talking about sort of licensing agreements like that. But just the sheer process to do it, because how many small news outlets are there? You know, not just the big ones that everybody knows about. Mm -hmm. I can't name them. I don't know news channels in Australia, but... Oi, uh, that's probably... I'm, well, no, I'm because... Sure I'm, able now, but. but it's not only that. It's, it's they are... They're paying for any news article that appears in their search. So if you Jesus. search for, a, a, like, a, a common, like, primary uh, sort of popular event that's going on, any news article that shows up, they are paying those companies for. Or one that's shared on their platforms, which I'm assuming also means, like, Gmail and stuff. So if you're oh, going on God. to um, the big, one of the big news places down there is, is uh, ABC, Australian Broadcasting Company. Uh, if I they knew we would know. If you share an article from ABC to a friend, they would have to pay for that is what I'm assuming. Jesus. Um, See, that just sounds like something that Google, I mean, and could they, have, they do it? Yeah, absolutely. They could, but, but I mean, they own, it says here, 90 to 95% of the search market share. Um, and so the other 5% is Bing, it. Yahoo, and DuckDuckGo. The so hell is DuckDuckGo? Secure. It's Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 the Tor browser's default search engine. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, that's that's... Yeah, so then Google threatened to pull Google search. Like, fine, if you're going to make us pay for it, then no then more search. we don't need to be over here. Mm -hmm. And, I um, mean, that's that's really kind of put Australia in a pretty tight spot because Google is kind of the backbone for a lot of things. They've Australia has come out and said that they won't respond. They won't back down to threats. No, they said, Bring you won't back down to threats. That is, that is what they <laughs> now, said. I think their actual response was, that's not a knife. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that's like, not a knife. <laughs> Google well, my, was very confused. My question is, if they remove Google search, will it affect other apps that use Google search? Only... For example, like Google Maps uses the Ooh. Google search system to search through that stuff. Yeah, you're not going to be able... You're not going to be able to do... Uh, really anything any because there's so many plugins and and back-end systems that utilize google to function that that's what i was saying before is google is the backbone for a lot of web-based things and when you have an area where 95 percent of the market is google you pull that right you are in trouble well and this is a similar situation that led them to not being in china yeah I, I do. What was that? They China was, there was trying a, to there put was it a the hacking. Block. There was a hacking issue. Yeah, they were trying was to regulate what you could no. see and everything. Um, I don't know because it was a, it was a whole censoring thing. Because yeah, it, China was trying to get Google to censor or give them control to censor. So Google was like trying to make their own thing. There was like a whole walkout about it. It was it was a while ago, but yeah, no. very similar. Yep. So, but then also, there's something similar going on in the EU, where it says that search engines and news aggregators should pay news sites for their links. Um, and so the question is, you know, what's it going to? It, you know, Australia is basically saying this is going to happen everywhere, so you might as well just get used to it. And America's one of the few saying, nah. we want it to happen. But looking at it, um, you know, Australia is a small market because it only makes them five billion dollars a year right um see i'd be curious to look at the other side of this where who's pushing for it is it just the governments or is as these are the news agencies pushing for it are they being affected by this i don't know but i think it's the way it's <clears throat> a way for countries to try to get these news outlets supplemental income since print's dead Pretty much That's true, yeah. And there's not really a lot of ways to to you know to get that. And I'm assuming that the money that they get, that these news outlets get from their clicks, isn't yeah. maybe a ton. So they're Probably trying not. to get the click money on top of the, you right. know, the Google money, and so um, 
yeah, it's something that uh, we'll see how it develops and see what happens with other countries. So, pew pew. It, it would. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that's that was the Australian response. That's mm-hmm. not knife pew pew. Like that's <laughs> that was it, word for word. That's exactly what they did. Uh, and I, I think we like in with Abe and my weak impression and Ryan being here. I was here. Uh, I think we've I think we've captured the essence of uh, uh, of the Australian people. Pretty close. I think we could. I think you could say we made a carbon copy of it. Mm. Yeah. Capture carbon. <gasps> Elon Musk to offer one hundred million dollar prize for best carbon capture tag. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Capture yeah. those planet warming emissions. Abe, you made it. <laughs> nice. Well, I wanted to be a part of things. <laughs> I appreciate you, Abe. <laughs> Do you have some news about Elon Musk and his hundred million dollar carbon? Yeah, well, Elon, who's now the richest person in the world. Oh, wait, no, he's not. Wait, yes, he is. Wait, no, he's not. I was going to say, is back he back to that person now? In the world again? They're going back and forth. Yeah. yeah so, uh, Elon wants to capture carbon. Well, and do what with it? That's kind of his whole thing, though, because like Tesla's electric, like not not having a big carbon footprint, and all that. So that I guess that makes it checks out. It hits all the boxes. Yeah, and Elon Musk is just like the evil scientist. He's the chaotic good evil scientist. He's just doing shit to see if it works, and yay most of the time. Well, as yeah. you know, there's a lot of uh, we need to have zero emissions, and carbon is really important in that. So he said, if you make a good carbon capturing technology, I'm going to pay you a hundred million dollars for it. That's a lot of fucking money. I ain't gonna lie. It's and then he followed it up by saying details next week because he literally had no idea what he was talking about. He was just like, <laughs> "That sounds like going, Elon Musk." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm so rich, but guys, I'll give you a hundred million dollars if you can capture all the carbon in the atmosphere. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, de- details next week. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though. If that stirs the the market where they can somebody can go and develop something that impressive, I yeah, we'll mean, see. I mean, the I, world kind of needs maybe it. Maybe he could take that hundred million dollars and fund research into carbon <laughs> capturing technology. That would probably be better instead of having someone come up with the idea and then get the money. Or but that's not what High Elon does. Maybe he he's trying to whips it out there. Just he's, say, he's, hey. You have an idea. Would you like a multi-million dollar company? Here you go. He's just sitting on the couch, just looking at the hundred million like, dollars on his coffee table. Just, yeah. I gotta do something with this. My my tax guy said I have to make this hundred million disappear. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> guys, imagine if we could make all ducks actually fly. How many more birds we would have? So if we could like attach something to them, they could generate electricity. I'll give you $50 million next week. <laughs> I mean, details next week. <laughs> Detail. <laughs> you yeah, get the $50 million after. I just imagine <clears throat> him smoking. Just... How do we get this to not be? <laughs> <laughs> this is... Oh, I'm the... We need to fix this. We need to spend $100 million to make guys, this go away. Guys, you shouldn't have attacked the Capitol. It's bad. It was a stupid fucking clock you should have blown up. <laughs> $100 million if you do it. <laughs> $100 million to the first person to blow up the clock. What time is it? No more dumb clock time. $100 million. <laughs> Stupid Bezos doesn't even understand. He won't even be alive in 10 million years. Bezos, I bought a watch I on Amazon. Like, <laughs> I bought a watch on Amazon. Why you got to build one in a mountain, Bezos? You have so many clocks. Weird flex. So, yeah. It is a Bezos move, so though. Bezos. So Bezos. If you're so an Bezos. inventor, you know, like me, um, I have uh, put a variety of fans outside attached to electric cords with T-shirts on them of varying types of material to see how much carbon each one captures. It's I, cold. That's 100 mil right there. Is that going to affect it? What? 
It's cold where we are right now. Is that going to affect your? I don't know. Research? I mean, I, I, we could test it by putting some carbon outside and see even if it ends up becoming he, altered carbon. No, no, he, mm, <laughs> great show. Uh, yes, though. the nine people who watched that show, two of it us was included. So good though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so we're going to close the valve on that topic and open one up on the next topic, which is valve. Wow. Oh, tell me more about valve. We Greg. opened a valve on valve. So we're going more into uh, into a partnership. It's not an acquisition, it's a partnership. Ooh, mm. fancy wording. Yeah. Valve is partnering with OpenBCI to make VCR VCRs. Wow. <laughs> VR gaming. I wish. <laughs> let's, VCR let's gaming take a step just back like, in technology. Um, <laughs> just plug an N64 thing into your head. I would love it. It would be cool. So BCI is uh, brain computer interfaces. That's um, a fancy word. And Valve is working with them to make uh, a more immersive experience in VR. And so they're working together to set up labs and, um, you know, uh, lab uh, labs. Yep. Labs. That's what they are. They are laboratories. Wow. Labs and laboratories. Yep. Laboratories. Ah. <laughs> so I, the idea is that you are having a richer experience in this and BCI is basically making it so that, um, you have a more uh, depth of not only um, visual, but sound and feel and um, being able to create technology that ultimately adapts is more like more haptic uh, in those situations. I 100% want this to be so supported by everybody because I, this is perfect. I don't like that Gabe Newell said he wanted to bypass traditional meat peripherals. Well, you don't your face. You've got yeah, a lot yeah. of meat on you. He just t- called you a meat. Aware. Well, because essentially what they want is they want this to basically read your brain waves. They want the this the environment in the VR to adapt to the signals that is being read from your brain. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. The Matrix. No, no, no. No, it's without more like, being, having something jammed into your neck that we know of. It's more yet. I don't it's know. Like, Although, but that valve guy does have the valve, so <laughs> maybe that's does. what we have to do. This it's more has a like jabby bits. It's more it like does. Sao. If you've ever watched S- the anime Sao, yep. Check it out. All right. It's basically yeah. that. He doesn't know. I, won't. I know he doesn't know. He should know though. Yep. Did, now you know how we feel anytime we mention a movie around. But you. I love that yeah, valve. No, I know. <laughs> love that valve's doing this. So we'll see what goes on. I would love to see a a remake. Portal VR, dude. That'd be reading my brain waves. <laughs> oh, that would be dope. <laughs> that's why they haven't made it in VR yet, because people get sick. Portal. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would be rough. You imagine just I got. Oh, you imagine the first ten minutes of gameplay worldwide would be people trying to suck their own dick. In Portal, yeah. You you understand it's not real life though, right? I did say try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You want this to be a thing now, huh? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no. All right. So, uh, yeah. Well, with that, so we're, we're going to shut down that conversation because, uh, yeah, because. And talk about something that hasn't Great. shut down, which is Konami. And there was a lot of hubbub recently because it was rumored that Konami was shutting down its gaming division. Um, and so they provided a little more clarity saying no they're restructuring. <laughs> ah, more yeah. clever wording. Mm. Yes, even though, so they're dissolving its production divisions, um, mm. but they've said they've done it to make game production to be, or make it so that games can be developed more nimbly. I don't... Oh, so mobile freemium games. That, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a very corporate, like, no, 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 no. We just, we're not going in this direction anymore. Which is weird, because, like, Konami's, 
they're huge. Well, in yeah, the game it, development it's, it's a full internal restructure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I'm not sure if they're doing because they're stri- strapped for cash. If they're trying to have, you know, execs, you know, have more direct influence on games because now there's no sort of middleman between the production department and upper management. Mm. Um, so we will have to keep an eye on it. There's not a lot going on. They're not saying a whole lot of it, but it's something that I'm wondering if they might be setting up to be absorbed by somebody else. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, the, the it's best, possible. The best games that came out of that studio were done by the guy they fired a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, True. Because so like, people are following Hideo Kojima. They don't give a fuck about Konami for the most part. No, they, they just did, wanted the games that he was involved with. Right. They did really good uh, arcade games back in the day, but they haven't done anything a whole lot. Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid. Right. And Silent Hill was done by, was it not, that was done by Hideo Kojima, no. wasn't it? Or was that, it the other guy? So. Uh, I don't know the other guy, but I'm 99% positive Hideo Kojima didn't do Silent Hill. Hmm. Um, but, like, it, yeah, the Metal Gear games, they made another one after uh, Sons of Liberty. Yeah. Or four. Whatever the hell they called that one. The, um, the survival one? Yeah, Metal Gear Survival. And people fucking hated it. It was absolute trash. It wasn't a Metal Gear game. It was weird. It was and, so strange. But that was probably nimbly made. <laughs> probably. Nimbly made. Speaking of being nimble, mm. one game that you have to be nimble in and s- s- sneaky in is Hitman 3. Yes, you're right. that haven't played Hitman 3. It's delightful. It's delightful. I've delightful. heard. Delightful. It is now out on Switch. <gasps> and it is really good. Is it? Yep. I am really intrigued. Like, should I buy it right now? Good. I, I would say buy it for next gen because everything that I've seen on it running... <clears throat> You know, 4K 60 FPS is mm. just, it looks outstanding. And it's it's really interesting how they got it running on the Switch. They have it running via cloud streaming. Yes. Really? So it's, not, it's not a directly run game. The Switch hardware isn't... Yeah, it's not a port. It. You're streaming the, streaming the game. Wow. So it's basically... But from so, everything that is being told, it is, or being that we see, it's fantastic. Um, so it's based entirely, your experience is based entirely off of how good your internet connection is. Probably. Well, as is tradition now. As is most yeah. things, like looking at the Luna, which I tried. Yeah. Wholly based on your connection. That's true, yeah. And how their servers are doing. Um, but they they did test the game on a variety of internet speeds. And they did. Oh, good. They said okay. on, the, on the slower or more moderate one, there were only some minor connectivity issues, which mostly happened in um, the cutscenes. Okay. As well, I was trying fine. to go through that. Yeah. Um, but there's even in like Hitman 2 in that level where you spawn into Miami during that big race and there's just tons and tons and tons and tons of people mm-hmm. loaded really well. That's good. Okay, cool. So, all right. They, they they thought through the internet issue then. They did say aiming can be a little <clears> loose <throat> and slow, so they said don't get into a gunfight, but... You're not supposed to get into a gunfight right. in that game you anyways. Almost so. always lose in a gunfight anyway. So. Right. right. So, uh, yeah, they definitely did not fuck up that. But you know who did fuck up? I don't. Microsoft. Oh, oh tell me about it. I loved this. What them gone and done. So Microsoft went ahead and said, you know what? For Xbox Live Gold... We're going to get rid of, or they've already gotten rid of the the one-year, 12-month card. You can't buy that anymore as of now. That's That's been done for a Correct. while. Correct, yep. Um, they said what we, we will do is for a six-month subscription, we'll charge you $60, the same that the 12-month used to be. So then it was going to change from $60 a year to $120 a year. Um, Which is what it is right now if you have it for automatic renewal. It's $10 a month. Right, but buy it yearly. If you're right. Do that. Right. Um, the everyone 
was absolutely furious because like you're not doing anything to make gold better. Right. You're, you haven't done anything new. You're just charging more money. You're putting gold up to stop people from playing free online games. So like mm-hmm. Rocket League and Fortnite, you had to pay a gold subscription to play. Only platform you had to do that. Mm-hmm. Nothing else makes you do that. Um, to their credit, with all the f- bullshit backlash people had, Microsoft walked back the price change, mm-hmm. and they said they're going to unlock those free-to-play games. So you can now play Fortnite, Rocket League, things like that. They're going to work on getting those unlocked. Well, what they're going, yeah, they because they, they had said yeah the fifty nine ninety nine for six months, and it said it would raise the price of a one month membership by a dollar and increase the three month rate by five dollars. Mm. Um, and they game people speculated that it was a a way to push people towards the monthly uh, Xbox. Game Pass subscription, the ultimate, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you get gold with it. It's fifteen bucks, and right. you can play on PC and all that. So right, and so <laughs> it's something where if, if if people saw oh ten dollars a month versus fifteen dollars a month to get Game Pass as well, that's only five dollars. When in reality, it's like twenty more dollars, right? Because they're doubling the price of the year. So they tried to sneak that by, and people were like, no, nah. hell, fucking no. Yep. Yep. So that's uh, they walked that back and gave us more. So they lost money, but uh, to their credit, I though, think it was a good ad campaign for them. Yep. Yeah, they they definitely got some fan loyalty back when they were like, "All right, yep. make a good point, we'll pull it back." Yep. And uh, so this next one is apparently a shit show because there's no link. Yeah. No. <laughs> that one. It's it's interesting. So Plex is a a media server option host, if you will. So you can run it now if you have. Movies you've ripped to your computer, you want to be able to watch those on different devices. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, you can do that. It's free if you want to watch it in the same house. Mm-hmm. Good to go. You can get memberships, all that fun stuff. It's fantastic. Ryan and I use it yep. all the time. been using it for a while. Um, they announced that they're going to start adding classic arcade games mm-hmm. to that lineup. So you can start putting up ROMs and emulators. <clears throat> um, including, They're going to include about 25 different Atari games with it. Now, are we talking about, like, Atari NES SNES, or are we talking about later than that, too? Uh, uh, it goes as far as the N64. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. So, well, it it can. Cool this idea. Is, this is why I didn't Very put cool idea. a link in it, because a lot unfolded. So, um, Put a marker there. Don't go into the house. It's too late. So with the Plex Arcade, they they include 25 Atari games. You can play... For free? There's a monthly fee for Atari oh, uh, Plex Arcade. It's, it's $5 yeah. a month if you're not a Plex Pass subscriber already. It's $3 a month if you are a Plex Pass subscriber. Mm-hmm. You can... So they give you 25 Atari games, the ROM emulator, all that. Mm-hmm. If you want to supply your own beyond that, you have to... And this is what they recommend you do. You have to download the emulators. You have to download the ROMs. You have the to download and everything. the proper core, which Plex won't get for you. They recommend you download RetroArch, which is a be- way better front end for emulators. RetroArch basically does what Plex is portraying that they will do. Right. So, you can, they so they're do- essentially just a hosting service. Correct. Think back to like the launcher for your launchers. It's yeah, along the same lines. But not only did they did they recommend that you download RetroArch. Once you had that, you they they advised 
and they had walkthroughs and everything, I guess, uh, to go in, you had to go and manually update some uh, specific uh, software files. To go um, in man, like, You have to go into the files and tell the Plex uh, arcade service that you have RetroArch so it knows to use it. And this is, well, this is a process that most people who have been using ROMs for a while understand. However, if they're trying to market this to a larger audience, regular people Joe Gamer are, isn't going to go through this or no. understand this process. No. They're no. marketing it to people who already do this normally. And they're, they have, I'm, I'm going to say they have the audacity to charge $5 a month to somebody who doesn't already have Plex Pass. It's three if you do. Charge money for this thing that people are already doing just to do it on Plex. And on top of it, too, if you're already uploading all of these various ROMs and cores and such, who's to say that they can't just now take all of it, dump it into a central library because you've done all the work for them, and then ultimately use it themselves and honestly they should then yeah, there's that too but like they should look into doing something similar a, a legal way of course because then they could get away with charging money for it because all of that all well, of that back end stuff has already been done they're charging you money and then making you do the illegal stuff right basically, basically <laughs> uh and to the point where if you load it up on a mobile device it will map the d-pad controls to d-pad controls which is great Greg, for funsies, what kind of controller did the Atari use? Um, uh, that wouldn't be not a D-pad. Right. It Correct. doesn't work on half of the games they supply. Right. Uh, and if you want to run... And the N64 had one, but no one ever really used it. Right. No. Um, but like, so if you want to run ROMs, you're better off just installing them to your phone. Right. Android, it's incredibly easy. iOS, you can... There's uh, ways. You can jailbreak it. And even better, if you sign up for the seven-day free trial, they don't encrypt the game, so you can just go on, grab the seven, the yeah, twenty-five just download the games files that take up one point two megs. <laughs> yeah, just rip the files off, cancel your membership, call yeah. it a day. It's a really interesting idea because I like the idea of being. Able I do to too. Stream. It feels like it wasn't thought through. No, no, because like when you first told me about it, I was like, oh, that's dope because Plex is super useful because you can watch stuff anywhere for the most part you don't necessarily have to be at home if you're a plex pass subscriber right you can be anywhere mm -hmm. so being able to to download some roms and things like that and just store them locally at my house then be able to play them on the go that'd be dope i would love that but it does not work nearly it does that well. not work that way at all and if you wanted to share it so if i share a plex library with somebody now they can go on they can watch it no mm -hmm. problem correct if sharing the arcade, both users need the arcade license. Which is, oh, I don't like that That's part. real dumb. Because you don't do that with normal Plex. So right. why would you do that with that? Mm. Okay. Well, shit show. Yeah, Quite a bit, shit yeah. show. <laughs> well, well, we'll update you more as we uh, get there. So uh, we're going to end our headlines there. Thank you for sharing. Now let's move on to... Weird News of the Week. Weird News of the Week. All right, so I get to go first, and uh, I'm trying to remember what this was. Oh, yes. <laughs> Great. Yes. Seven in heaven. So this story is about a 7-Eleven store uh, <gasps> that turned into an Airbnb destination. Really? As is only the case in Texas, where everything is bigger, including the uh, renovations to 7-Elevens. 
Um, so if you live in Dallas County, Texas, you can stay at the Ultimate Gamer's Paradise. It's a 7-Eleven complete with snacks, a slurping machine, a PS5. And starting February 1st, if you are 18 years or older, you can spend $11 for one night. However, the rules are a bit strict, as two gamers from the same household who booked the experience through Airbnb's website will have the chance to spend the night. <laughs> Only two dates are available. Available. February 26th and February 28th. You want to go to Texas? Yes. Okay. There's a game pod that includes a big screen TV, comfy furniture. They will have access to a one-hour streaming session on Twitch with Phase Temper. Like, do we just get to watch him, or do we stream with him? With like, him. Oh. Yep. We'd be so Channel bad. plugs. So yeah, I have we to would look suck. at it. I mean, it looks, <laughs> the pictures look freaking sweet. They do look good. If it's $11 and only available for two nights... That doesn't seem like they're making their money back. I don't get it. Do they, they function they want, as a normal 7-Eleven during the day? Uh, not yet. It's not open yet. So it will after this. Well, they'll probably make their money back and then some that's what during I'm, that. That's but. what I'm thinking. This The publicity about this place. Which would also make sense why it's only available for two nights because that's probably pre-opening. And once it's actually open, they're going to probably nix the Airbnb side of things. Because most 7-Elevens are like 24 hours or cl- pretty close to it. Right. So. <clears throat> but that's pretty dope. So yeah, there you go. Wonderful your, uh, news. weird news there. So, uh, next. Wonderful weird news. Tyler. So we talked about a while ago. Apple had their new Fitness Plus regimen thing. I do recall that, yes. Um, apparently it works well. A lot of people looked it over, reviewed Good. it, used it. Works well. Awesome. So now there's a new app, a new a new experience in uh, in Apple Fitness. Very so nice. So if you're going to go for a walk, it's an app called Time to Walk, and they just have people talk to you. <laughs> I mean, During I, your walk. I don't like talking to people usually. No, no, you don't talk back. They just talk at you. Oh, that's while. worse. So much worse. Yep. You can have uh, Dolly. And again, that's kind of what music is, isn't it? No, I mean, this is, I feel like it's a little more direct. Music Agreed. not usually singing about just going on a walk. You're right. Uh, you can get inspirational tales from people such as Dolly Parton. Draymond Green from the fucking, what was it? The, He's going to yell at you, the Warriors. Right, yeah, from the Warriors. <laughs> well, I don't know why. All right. Because they needed somebody to fill a slot. Basically, <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh, is this? I do know who this woman is. Uzo Aduba. Mm-hmm. I might be getting that wrong. Uh, actress. She's pretty good. She played. Uh, uh, she was in Orange is the New Black. Yes. What was it? Crazy Eyes? I have no idea. Forget. And Sean Mendez. I know who that is. I don't. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, the country? No. Close. Of course, it's no, like it's pop. a few weeks after I'm praising Apple Fitness Plus for its ingenuity. <laughs> they have to like, just... I don't... They just have to crush it. Crush I, my hopes. I don't hate this, but I don't like it. It's more of just I was going to say, it's huh. it's not Sean Mendez talking to me would motivate me to walk just so I can make it stop. <laughs> just put your AirPods down and leave. <laughs> it's not a ridiculous idea because it plays on the idea, like I mentioned before, with, with music and podcasts and things like that. It's just the, the the connotation that comes with this, I just feel like, is not quite the same. But that, I mean, that's just, just me. 25 minutes of them talking about themselves. I'll do that for free. <laughs> we like, do just, that all yeah, the time. Yeah, we do that twice a like, week. Put it on and be like, that was the second time I blocked out. <laughs> it was 1995. I had just tried a roofie just to see what would happen. I ended up on a roof in a house in Lincoln, Nebraska. There were four cows down below. One of them perished until I woke up and realized it hadn't. Keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done yet. <laughs> You're like, 
Where are like, you going? Oh no! <laughs> Why are you putting me down? I haven't talked about the cows. <laughs> Why are you putting me down? Said the cow. <laughs> That got dark fast. Yeah, it sure did. Ryan, quick. Yeah, let me save a, you. But uh, wait, I haven't story. talked about my six months as a Weeblo. <laughs> and it so, was a June. <laughs> let me cut you off right there, Greg, before you go down that whatever it was. You guys know Samsung, don't you? Sure I do. do. Okay, so Samsung is owned by a family. And yes, there's a the Samsung's right. Of course. No, well, the, <laughs> there is a quote heir apparent. Yes. Lee J. Young. Right. Supposed to inherit the fortune. Uh, he is the headline is that he went to jail again. Now, let it be known that he went to jail. This is his second time in jail in regards to this charge that he had for bribing the fucking president um, they arrested him and they put him in jail and then they had initially released him due to, uh, there was, a what the hell is the word I'm looking for? Mm. Appeal. They appealed the, the trial. He got out. Then they arrested him again for the same thing and they're going to retry him. But that he's in jail for the next two years on a five-year sentence. They're letting him out early on the sentence because he started a committee to go against corporate fraud. The whole thing is fucking wild. Yeah, so the way that businesses work in Japan is that they are essentially family-owned businesses. So when his father died, he became sort of the crown prince of the company. Mm -hmm. And so even though he's jailed, he's still the crown prince of the company. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of big news at the time because people rarely got, like, big higher-ups like that. Rarely ever got jailed. for white-collar crimes, usually. Right. And so it was interesting because it was... um, the, bri- the original bribery was his attempt at securing the succession from his father, mm-hmm. which I didn't understand because if it's more of a hereditary thing, why does he need to secure a succession? But I need to read more into it in any case. He doesn't seem like the brightest man. I'm going to put that <laughs> out there. So he's literally going to the employees and going, I'm really sorry I'm in jail and losing all of this money, but you need to keep working right. so keep that trying. Samsung can get money. The money that I bribed away. <laughs> right. The money that I need to get out of jail. Keep working. <laughs> The money I need to hand for my third bribe <laughs> needs to be done by I, you guys. S21, let's go. <laughs> and please find people I can bribe to get me out of prison. <laughs> right. It's like, if you'd like 200 yen, please keep reading. Yeah. So, <laughs> you want to know about it the bad wild. boy of technology? It's him. It's well, great. he's really bad at being the bad boy of technology. You know what I think of the bad boy of technology is? Elon Musk. Jeff Bates. <laughs> whoever's the richest oh. person in the world oh, at the I'm time. sorry who built a <laughs> clock in a mountain <laughs> who's gonna destroy the hunt the hunt the hunt who's gonna destroy who's gonna the clock destroy? in that mountain i was reading the word hunt uh, who's gonna destroy the hunt <laughs> who's gonna destroy that's pretty bezos so that does hunt. sound pretty bezos did you actually hear the total side thing did you actually hear that uh they're fighting for satellite space, space right now? supremacy yeah that makes sense they're both evil villains so yeah, yeah. sure are so that was our weird <clears throat> news of the week Thanks for uh, joining us on that journey. You want a new journey? I oh sure boy. do. It's a doozy. It's time for... Greg Stockman and Honey. 
Greg stock minute. Jesus. Holy crap. Did it drop again? It's now down 153. How the fuck did that happen? We were at 330 like 30 uh, minutes ago. And AMD's down $1.32. Well, that's, that's what Greg enlighten the people what in the sweet Jesus is happening. Okay, so uh, first I want to preface, preface this with the fact that I do have holdings in AMD. I also have okay. holdings in AMC, Nokia... CDPR. No, that's not it. That's my watch list. Uh, um, and Comcast. And I am buying GameStop. Most likely, maybe. That's the know, plan. I'm trying airs, to. By the time this airs, we might. Tyler, you got I, any positions? Uh, yes. I got Nokia, AMD, AMC, Comcast. Great. Naked. Awesome. You just bought it for the name. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so those are all of our holdings. So we uh, we we do not, um, you know, we're not trying to influence you one way or the other. Uh, we're just going to report on the Especially today, we're just going to re- report on a bunch of piece of shit some people are. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that haven't heard, there's a thing going on in the stock market where uh, things are happening and Reddit's destroying the market. <laughs> so if you haven't heard, the evil redditors last year. A redditor on Wall Street Bets, the Reddit page, noticed that large hedge funds were taking out huge closing uh, positions on GameStop, meaning that they were betting against GameStop to fail or their stock to drop. And so this group started creating a bunch of memes saying, you know, hey, wouldn't it be great if we just went and bought all that GameStop stock so that all of that it was money got taken out of the hedge cheap. fund? And sure enough... The 3 million members or so, I don't know if all of them did, but a good chunk of them did, bought so much GameStop stock that it went from roughly what? I think the highest I saw prior to the bullshit was $15 a share. Up to, at one point, near 470 Today, mm-hmm. the day of recording is the highest it peaked at $483. Yep. Here's hoping we can look back at that number and laugh at how cute that number was. <laughs> and so yeah. essentially what this is, this is an, an effort by a bunch of regular traders to stop those hedge funds from manipulating the market. And they said, well, if they're putting that much money against it, we're going to get more money for it so that by the time those positions close, uh, the hedge fund does not have the money. Haha, fuck you, lose money. Take that as a lesson to not manipulate money that doesn't exist. And so eventually they did. And people were like, whoa, this is really cool. Well, come to today where certain, uh, what are they called? What is the actual term for what Robinhood is? Trading app? It, it's just a stock trader. It's not a day trading app. It's just a stock trader. There's no, a very yeah, clear they are. They are not the, they're not intermediaries. They're, Let me uh, check. Let me Google it. What is brokerage? Robin brokerage? For, no, they're not brokerage. Um, Robinhood. An app where you can trade stocks. I'm not sure the exact term for it. So come to today when you have uh, online trading apps. I won't name any, but some of them are named after famous people who stole from the rich and gave to the poor. Mm. You know that guy Robin Hood? Yep. Yeah. Sure do. Referring to the Disney character. Yes, of course. Um, stopped people from being able to trade a bunch of these stocks that were involved, and a lot of them were things like not only uh, GameStop, but AMC Theaters, mm-hmm. Nokia, BlackBerry, mm-hmm. 
Uh, those were the big three. Those are the big ones. Big four, yeah. Which called into question, at what point is this now market manipulation? Because now you have these intermediaries, these trading apps that make money off of this, technically protecting the interests of these giant wealthy hedge funds managers mm -hmm. by saying to us, by the way, you can't buy any more of this stock. What it ultimately did was it tanked the stock. It and did, so it went at one point, yeah, it went down to $150 at one point, if not lower today, mm -hmm. which means everybody that bought in yesterday at, you know, two, three, four, five hundred $500 to jack up the price are now sitting here losing $300 a share. Mm -hmm. And so they just kind of punted right back. And it got a lot of people pissed. A lot of politicians got into the mix. Mm -hmm. A lot of celebrities got into the mix. Um, the head of Wall Street Bets said, hey, we're not, we're going to hold. That's why you're seeing the, you know, the, all these cries to hold, hold mm -hmm. your stock, hold your stock. And, you know, watching it this afternoon, we're seeing it sort of, we've now seen it gone up as high as 340. Now it's down to 193. In the after hours. Mm -hmm. Yep. In the after hours. And so it's something that is really wild because now you're starting to see how something like us, how easily manipulated, manipulated the markets are. If you know, a few million people. people on Reddit were just like, we're going to flood GameStop and created this whole mess. Um, and there's a lot of talk about the legalities behind that. I can't speak to the legalities. Truthfully. I just, I don't know the law when it comes to stock trading and, and things like that. But from what I can see, and as a logically thinking human being, I would discern that what the Redditors are doing is not illegal. It's individual users going and purchasing stocks. What I view as illegal are the owners of Robinhood and, or I'm sorry, the, the one trading app in question that we're not going to name. Named after Robinhood. Who's named after Robinhood. Yeah. There's other ones that have done it too, though. The owners of those uh, trading applications and websites and things like that, what they have done by limiting the ability to purchase these stocks is market manipulation. And when interviewed, because there have been interviews today from some reputable people involved with those companies, they have stated that they have intentionally made it difficult to purchase the stocks and in some cases sell them as well in the interest of protecting their current investors. Well, and what they meant by that, though, is that they meant the people putting the money in. So they're saying the people were just doing this to protect you. And it's like, no, you're not. No, you're protecting the people who are being hurt. Right. Cause by stopping me from investing my money into this, you're now not allowing any of us to inflate the price and therefore protecting the people who are shorting it. Right. And the big problem with that is, is that, okay, so you've now just shown the ugly side of this whole thing, which on the flip side to play the devil's advocate, maybe these people on wall street, um, bets did not know what they were getting into. They're fighting against a really big machine. Very so it might've been a great idea to be like, let's do this. But I don't think they actually, they, I think they might've underestimated the lengths to which corporate America will go to protect its assets mm -hmm. assets. Because, because within three hours this morning, they had shut down all of those stocks mm -hmm. and had, had basically flushed it out all the extra money back to sort of an equilibrium, mm -hmm. just like that. And to be fair, once that happened, so many people realized that they, those apps were no longer that you could see the stock, but I forget what it was. It wasn't a supported security at that right. point. Um, so you couldn't purchase it on there. So what a lot of people were doing, and you can see it in the the stock trend for the day when when things started to kind of equalize, 
is people took their investments and their accounts in these companies that had stopped offering the stock and shifted to other markets. And then you see the, the stock climb again, because at its lowest point today, it had hit $130, which is yeah. still substantial. Right, compared to where it, it was. So it's still going to hurt the, the hedge fund operators and things like that. But yeah. So you can see where people have started to put their money back into other places, you know, other applications. And it's mm-hmm. now it's going back up, but yeah. So, um, developing stories, something that's interesting, something that we'll keep an eye on, but you know, tax the rich. <laughs> so I'm in, quoting AOC. In, I uh, saw it was nice in, uh, so Greg, I think that, I don't know. Do we have any stock advice at this point with how ridiculous everything's going? Um, well, I mean, it's a really big earnings season where you're seeing a lot of companies like Facebook and Apple and AMD and Microsoft and Amazon and Walmart report. Um, I think uh, I, I do like uh, looking at a lot of these, um, especially because there's been a history recently over the last year or so of a lot of these companies reporting and then tanking. So AMD right now, I really like. I do have a position in it, but um, I do really like it long term considering that their, their reporting from last season was well, last quarter was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Facebook. I do like Apple, which had a really amazing quarter as well. Um, Walmart and Monday McDonald's is reporting. That's one I generally tend to like because you know, it's McDonald's. It's Everybody McDonald's. loves McDonald's. It is true. Yeah, that's it. So in one snap of roots in some glue. In one volatile stock, say goodbye to the people. <laughs> BB. It's my baby. Dog. Naked. Look at the chart. <laughs> Not volatile, but it's a fun word to say. This has been pretty volatile today. Okay, goodbye. Bye. I'm volatile. On purpose? No. Um, naked. <laughs>